0: What's going on, CPL Baseball fans? Welcome to episode 10 of Around the CPL, the official podcast of the Coastal Plain League. As I mentioned last week, I cannot believe the season is just about over already. The 2019 season will conclude Saturday night with all teams playing, followed by the divisional round of the Pettit Cup playoffs beginning the very next day. Now, before I introduce this week's guests, I want to take a moment on behalf of the entire Coastal Plain League to offer our condolences to the family of Brandon Warren. Uh, Brandon passed away Sunday night after a long-fought battle with cancer. Brandon pitched for the Ashboro Copperheads for three summers, 2012 through 2014, while at Barton College. His family and friends are in our thoughts and prayers. Don't miss any of the action all season long as fans can watch every Coastal Plain League game for free on all devices at cplbaseball.com or stream via Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, or Amazon Fire. So I had the pleasure of interviewing Carson Bowen, the general manager of the Wilmington Sharks the other day, and I want to share part of that conversation with you. We talked about how he arrived in Wilmington and the impact the community has had on him as a general manager, as well as a person. Carson is a graduate of UNC Wilmington, holding degrees in marketing and communication studies. He also helped establish the inaugural sports business organization at the university. Here is my conversation with Carson. Uh, Carson, you've been in the league for six seasons now, all in in Wilmington, having gone from the intern to general manager. So, talk about your journey with the team thus far.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's been a been a ton of fun. Um, it's been really cool to be uh, with this league for so long and kind of see how it's shaped and moved throughout the years. And um, you know, really thankful to a bunch of people on this side for giving me a bunch of cool opportunities. Um, so, kind of you know my story, how I kind of landed where I landed. Um, You know, it's a mix of good luck and good timing, honestly. Um, I was in school at UNCW. Um, My kind of dream at that point was, you know, I want to be on the radio. I want to be the play-by-play guy, the color guy. You know, kind of every 12-year-old boy's dream is (laughs) to be on the radio and get to watch baseball and hang out and uh, be around the game. So um, I saw that as a good way in for myself. Um, Took a class at UNCW that was actually taught by the voice of UNCW Baseball and Basketball. Um, So the class was, you know, just kind of watch game film and uh, do your thing over the top of it and get notes from the guy. So um, it was really fun. Uh, You know, learned a lot in the class and then um, was asking him, hey, what's the best way to kind of get in? I'm looking for a gig this summer. You know, where do I look? What do I do? He said, hey, uh, the Sharks are looking for a play by play guy. Here's you know, some information. You know, go see what you can find out. Uh, So after wearing a full suit and interviewing in a beer garden in 110 degree weather, uh, got hired on the spot, and uh, he's like, "Hey, can you stay the rest of the day and uh, you know help us do some press releases?" I said, "Sure." Go up to the office and uh, sit down. And there's another guy in there, and he says, "Hey, Carson, nice to meet you. Uh, we need press releases on these whatever six or seven things. Have you ever written a press release before?" I said, "Yes, sir, absolutely." I said, "Cool, I'll get to it." First thing I do is I open up Google. And I say, "What is a press release?"
0: So uh <laughs> so I I knocked
1: out those press releases. I guess they let me come back the next day. Um, so you know, I, I did the broadcasting for two years and I loved doing the broadcast. I loved, you know, from the beginning of the broadcast to the end of the broadcast and quickly came to realize that the rest of the stuff that's involved with that wasn't so much for me. Um, you know, all the research, all the writing, uh not necessarily in my strong suit. So um, you know, I, I wanted to it's such a good opportunity for for other kids and I didn't want to take that opportunity if I, if I knew that wasn't my career path uh, down the road. So, you know, kind of vocalized that to the staff here and said, you know, I'm looking for something a little more sales oriented, a little more community oriented, something where I can get out and meet some folks and do some other fun things and get involved in other facets of the business. And, you know, thankfully they were receptive to that and, um, you know, kind of grew and evolved along the way and, um, you know, just still loving every minute of what I'm doing and, um, you know, here we are, you know, six years later, uh, still loving it.
0: Wow. So when you did the interning, so you said you really were looking for a color commentator. Is that what you did uh, while there in the booth for the first, what you said, two years you were interning? Is that what you were doing?
1: Yeah, I was doing the play-by-play uh, by myself. Um, so you find fun ways to entertain yourself for, for three and a half hours. And, you know, the I think the CPL does a really good job across the board with the broadcast, you know, and the, the video last year was was huge um to kind of separate ourselves from other leagues and um you know at the time it was just you know just straight radio online for free so the the parents could listen in um so i you know i really enjoyed doing that and you know connecting with those parents and hearing their stories and um hearing what the players had to say about their hometowns and their experience here in wilmington was uh, i think one of my favorite parts of the gig
0: well I've watched a little bit of the, the CPL streams and I th- I think it's great. Like I'm like wow, I've I've been to that stadium where that that kid batting. I I've talked to him or that manager right there. I interviewed him or anything like that and it's just it's just neat to see that on a local level. When I had found out about them having the CPL streams, I was very surprised. I was like, man, this is kind of innovative for independent baseball. Like when you watch minor leagues, some of them they barely have video. So this was uh this was an awesome thing for you to be able to be kind of a a part of it and see it go from not having it to having it now? Like, is it a night and day type of thing with the atmosphere and the involvement from the community and and how it feels like, I don't want to say more of a baseball experience, but to a certain extent, it it, kind of is.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, if, um, you know, we can tell guys that come from all over the country, you know, hey, your parents can watch every single at-bat, every single pitching appearance you've got. Uh, We've got it all on film. So if you make a nice play, you know, we can put a little highlight reel together for you, and uh, that's something you can take home and show to scouts, and um, it's another fun takeaway from the summer. Um, So not only that, but I think another really cool thing is, you know, while all the guys on the field are working on their games, you know, there's, you know, a group of 10 guys right behind them that want to work in baseball, that want an opportunity, want a foot in the door. And so, you know, anything you can add to the game, anything you can add to the production, whether it's, you know, another camera operator, a, a color commentator, you know, another guy writing press releases, yeah, you know, that's just another opportunity for another kid to um, kind of see their dreams out by working in uh, the front office of a baseball team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Giving them more opportunities, the better, because that's, you know, I feel like what the CPL is all about is, is giving uh, young enthusiasts of the sport opportunities. And there's no such thing as having too many opportunities. So uh, now, obviously, kind of pinballing off of that, or, or I don't know what word to use, Breaking off of that, whatever, my vocabulary is lacking right now. This will be an edit out. Um, so piggybacking off of that, you know, the CPL is, is great and also other sports organizations um, of having great intern programs. So what advice, because you've been through it, would you give to students who may see your story as inspiration for what they want to do for themselves one day?
1: I'd say just be yourself, you know, be be genuine, be true to yourself, listen to what, you know, really listen to what you want to do. Um, you know, don't take an opportunity that doesn't excite you because, you know, it'll be fun and exciting for the week or two that you first get there. And then after that, you know, if you're doing something you really don't want to do, then, you know, it's it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for the organization. So, you know, don't don't try to tell someone what they want to hear during an interview just to get hired. You know, be yourself. You know, that that's what we tell all of our people, um, you know, through the whole process is, you know, People are here because they want to see you and they want to see baseball. So, you know, just be yourself. You know, that's that's really the what it comes down to is, you know, just be genuine and people can see through it if it's fake. So be genuine, be yourself, um, you know, really find what uh, what drives you and kind of focus in on that.
0: Now, would you say to some students who want to do, you know, internships, that it's okay to maybe try something that you're not sure of, or should you stay clear of it, or should you just try to even figure this out? Kind of like with you, you're like, okay, this is great play by play, but hey, I want to be a lot more involved, you know, face to face and then, and doing sales and that type of stuff. Like, uh, is would you have gone a different route or were you appreciative of that experience and, and being able to find out, okay, maybe this isn't for me?
1: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, you know, I, I, we get a ton of emails. Um, just, hey, you know, I'm looking for my foot in the door opportunity. Don't really know what exactly I want to do, but um, I just want to work in sports. So we get a ton of those. So, you know, it's up to us to find out, okay, what is it that this person would be good at? What is it that this person uh, is looking at? To what, What's drawing them to sports? You know, is it sports or is it, you know, are they looking to, you know, serve the community through sports? You know, what is it they're looking to do? Um, so, you know, asking some questions on our end, you know, that's, we owe it to them, uh, to find out what exactly it is that they're looking for. Uh, but at the same time, you know, they need to be prepared and, um, you know, be ready to answer kind of, you know, is it just, you want to be near baseball or, um, you know, what is it you're looking for? So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a a, a tough question to answer. I don't know. I, I wish I had. A, I wish I had a good answer for it, but I really don't.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. I mean, you, you've said enough as far as be yourself. You know what you want to do go into it. If not, you know you'll figure it out. But don't just try to make up answers on the spot. Like be truthful, be honest, and uh, people are going to respect that more so than you know. Hey, hire good people even if they may not have the best skills, you hire people because that's who you're going to work with and you can always train them to to get better at their job. So I think that's that's great advice. Are you involved at all now with any type of the interning process or getting to meet any of them before the season starts? Or are you pretty hands off with that?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's, it's, I, I actually look forward to the whole hiring process because you get to meet a, a ton of people and, you know, see what gets people fired up and in turn that gets us fired up because, Um, you know, it's, it's a cycle and, you know, because we are so small, it is such a small organization, you know, um, another piece of advice I'd kind of pass along is, you know, don't get discouraged if they don't call you back, you know, an hour after your interview is done, or don't get discouraged if they don't call you back a week after your interview, you know, there's a lot of small organizations like this that, you know, things kind of pop up and, um, you know, just stay on top of it, you know, just follow through. And like I said, just, just keep being yourself, but, um, you know, I, I think on top of it all, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to be involved with the hiring process. And, um, you know, I think one of our focuses this year was to re-establish how we put together our game day staff. Um, from the beginning, we kind of made it out to be like a whole Hollywood thing. So, you know, it wasn't a second interview. It was a callback. And, it, you know, it was auditions and, you know, really let people know from the beginning that, hey, you know, when you're here, you know, you got to be on stage. You got to have it turned on. Um, yeah, you know, it's just so easy these days for people to sit at home and watch Netflix or order a pizza and, you know, just kinda take it easy. So, you know, if they're gonna get in the car, load up the family, you know, strap the little shoes on the little toddler and <laughs> have a night out of the ballpark, you know, it, it a lot goes into it. So by the time they get here, you know, they wanna forget about their day, they wanna forget about traffic. They're just here to smell the popcorn and, and have fun and smell the the fresh cut grass and the buzz of the lights and you know, all those things that make baseball so special to so many people. So um, you know, if if they have a good experience with our staff, then, um, you know, even if the team's getting drummed 25 to one, you know, they're still going to have a good time at the ballpark because they had genuine interactions with a lot of genuine people. So uh, we try to instill that from the beginning this year. And, um, you know, it took up a lot of time. It, it took a lot of moving and shifting and kind of figuring out how exactly we wanted to put it all together. But um, and it's a night and day difference at the uh, at the ballpark. The atmosphere at the ballpark is just 100 percent different than it has ever been here. And um, you know, you can see um, you know tons of smiles and tons of faces, and I'm um, still getting tons of new fans every game. So um, you know we're really happy with the way it's all shaken out.
0: For the tenth straight season, the Coastal Plain League has partnered up with Baseball America to bring you the Coastal Plain League corner. During each issue of Baseball America this summer, fans can now keep up to date on some of the key headlines this CPL season has to offer through the CPL corner. Don't have Baseball America? Then you're missing out. For a special CPL discount, please visit the league website at www.coastalplain.com and click on one of the Baseball America banners to sign up. For the most information on baseball, be sure to visit Baseball America on the web at www.baseballamerica.com. Well, I remember the interview I had with uh, Jesse Cole about maybe three or four weeks ago, and uh, the owner of the Savannah Bananas, and he was just talking about, yeah, you're creating an experience. You know, in a baseball game breaks out, is how he phrased it. So you want to give them the most for their money because it is. It's baseball is an awesome sport, but it's different than the others in that you have an opportunity to do so many other things in between innings uh, with the players. It being outside is just awesome in and of itself. So uh, I think everybody in the CPL is is on the same page when it when it comes to entertainment and baseball. So you know, y'all's commitment in relationship to the community has has always been a focus for the Sharks. What can you share about what goes into this relationship?
1: Yeah, um, you know, first and foremost, you know, we, w- we want to be good neighbors. Um, you know, I'm not sure how familiar you are with Wilmington, how much you've been here, but I'm sure everyone you've talked to that's been to Wilmington or lives in Wilmington just won't shut up about it um, because we love this place. You know, it's a, it's an awesome place to be. People want to be here. Um, so, you know anytime you're out of town if you know they're not from wilmington you're you're wearing your wilmington stuff you're talking about wilmington and you know it, it really is a an awesome place to be so we, we feel that um you know while we're getting tons of new neighbors every day and tons of old neighbors you know it's up to us to um show everyone a good time and show everyone you know what exactly the sharks are all about so you know anytime we have a platform to, to do something good we we try to capitalize on that so um, you know, we, we love learning about the different nonprofits and different um, causes that are going on here around town, and uh, we always try to offer, you know, whatever it is we can to help them out. Whether it's, you know, um, a distraction for a family that's been going through some tough times, or you know, use use a baseball game as a platform for a fundraiser through ticket sales or through fifty fifty. We try to uh, give back as much as we can. Um, you know, last year and this year we've done jersey auctions for for different nonprofits and. Um, you know, raise a considerable amount of money uh, to help them out uh, in their various causes. So, you know, those are the things that, you know, really make us excited about what it is that we do. Um, You know, it's not so much, hey, we sold, you know, 3,000 hot dogs tonight. It's, hey, you know, did you see that family? Um, You know, this is the first time they've been out since their home was destroyed from the hurricane. And, you know, just the little girls would not nah, stop smiling, and those are the moments right there that that really get us excited.
0: Yeah, and that's that's something that people and families are going to remember for a lifetime. You know, regardless of what the score of the game is, as you mentioned earlier, if you're getting shellacked twenty-one to two, that's not what anybody's going to remember. They're going to remember the community and what the team did for that community, and just very integral part of the community. So that's awesome to be able to uh, be able to do that, but also want to do that. Because sometimes you see, you know, a lot of sports programs feel like. Sometimes maybe it's an obligation, uh, but it seems like for you guys it's not an obligation. It's it's a it's a privilege, you know.
1: Yeah, it really is. You know, it's not just okay. You know, we 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 did our fundraiser, check that box, we're done for the year. You know, it's something that we we build in. You know, from the from you know current one is you know really the uh, commitment to the community and uh, wanting to do anything we can for our neighbors to, to help them out, and um, you know that's what it's all about. Um, you know, quick story. You know, back to the the hurricane stuff. Um, we had a, you know, pitcher having at bat. Okay, this is, you know, late on in July. You know, the game uh, was kind of going on. Sharks, uh, let's just say, had been playing better. Um, <laughs> we, were, we were down by a, a handful of runs, and we got a pitcher with an at-bat um, with the bases loaded and actually hit a grand slam. And that was the first home run he'd ever hit in his life. So, you know, he's all you know, he's all smiles going around the bases and then uh, ended up giving the bat to some little kid in the stands and then uh after the hurricane hit i got an email from someone involved in the organization said hey you know uh this family reached out to me um they lost absolutely everything during the hurricane the floodwaters were coming through and the parents told the kids hey grab anything you can grab whatever you don't grab is going to get lost just whatever you want to grab this is it so the little boy shows up on the coast guard boat and he's got you know a couple things and he's got the the sharks baseball bat and when i found out about that i like just crying just like i can't imagine you know losing everything i've ever had and you know i'm reaching for this this bat that some stranger gave me from illinois somewhere you know he was just here for a couple months but you know that that little boy's got that bat now and he can he can look back on that and say this, that's when life was good you know we were at the ballpark hanging out with my family so you know we found out about that and you know you know, we, we want to do something special for him. So that was around the time that we were in the Christmas parade. So, you know, we, we had the whole family hang out with us and, um, you know, he joined us in the parade and got to wave and throw out candy and high five sharky. And, um, you know, just seeing the impact that the baseball team had had on him and his family was, you know, just unbelievable. And, you know, I'm just getting emotional just talking about it right now, honestly, you know, it's, you know, it reminds you, you know, just kind of count your blessings and, um, you know, use your platform for for good wherever you can.
0: Well, that's what stories are made of, and I I tell you what, when when people say you know there's no crying in baseball, I think that's a complete lie <laughs> because these these stories will will uh, even just sports in general uh, know how to pull those heartstrings because there is there's just something about the community, there's just something about those moments where. There is this stranger who, I mean, you can imagine the kid and the player. You got maybe 15, 20 year difference there, and they're impacting each other's lives immediately, but also being able to see how that still plays itself out in the future. Um, it's it's just amazing, just just a way to to pay it forward. That's I appreciate you sharing that, man. That's that's a cool story to show. Hey, just just be kind to whoever you come across. Uh, extend grace to them. And you'd be surprised at how important it is and what that means to people. And you may never, ever find out if it is, you know, but, but being able to hear that story and be like, wow, this, I was there when this happened and, and he still holds on to that bat was, is a truly uh, awesome story, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. You know, just kind of a, a chance encounter. And, um, you know, one of those things that, you know, not only would it impact that, that little boy and his family, but also the player um you know we we followed up with both of them and you know they're both they actually stay in touch and they actually talk and it's it's nice little pen pal situation so you know it's a you know a small interaction but it changed both their lives forever i think and not only them but kind of all of us in the front office and everyone we tell the story to i think kind of walks away with a you know appreciation for kind of this little slice of life we got so it's really cool
0: it's that typical, hey, I'm not crying, you're crying kind of thing. Um, so, Carson, as the season winds down, what can Sharks fans look forward to in the off season from you guys? Like, there's plans for stadium upgrades, correct?
1: Correct, correct, yeah. So, you know, we've kind of been working on that for a couple years now, and, you know, it's pretty exciting to be able to share some of that with, uh, with the fans. So, you know, what we're looking at is, you know, uh, kind of uh, improving on the existing facility, so... Um, you know, it, it's an, it's an old facility, you know, it's, it's charming. We love it here. Um, just the way that, you know, we get the nice evening breeze through here. There's trees hugging the ballpark. You know, we love the neighborhood. We love where we are, uh, location around town, you know, wouldn't want to change that for anything. So, um, you know, in terms of serving our, our fans and serving our guests, you know, there's, um, a, a couple of gaps that, that we've identified, uh, not only for the sharks, but also for, uh, the other tenants of the facility. So we share it with the high school team. Uh, New Hanover High School, who's actually been to three straight state championships, and then uh, the American Legion team, Post 10, um, who is you know a perennial f- front runner um, in their state championships as well. So you know a lot of good baseball happening here, and uh, a lot of good community support for for those teams. So um, we're looking at um, upgrading the facility in terms of you know upgraded uh, press box, dugouts, um, you know, and and all those amenities that you know when you go to a ballpark now the things that you expect, you know, netting all the way down, you know, you're looking at an um, uh, updated video board uh, concession stand that's more than just, you know, a window that's, you know, grilling up a couple hot dogs, uh, you know, looking for the for the full-on experience. And uh, we feel that uh, this plan we're putting together with the city and the county is going to help us uh, achieve a lot of goals and, um, you know, serve uh, not only the community but, um, you know, visitors to the community who who choose to vacation here every year.
0: But Carson, before we uh, get going, I want to give you an opportunity to maybe say – Something else, or a couple other something else that's terrible grammar, but we'll go with it. Um, that maybe I didn't ask or you wanted to mention before we sign off.
1: Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I think we, we kind of covered who the sharks are and you know what we're all about. I, I think we, we did a pretty good job painting the picture. And, um, you know, I don't really like talking about myself, so I had to step out of my comfort zone there for a second. But, um, now, Brian, you know, I, I think, um, you know, we, we've had a really, really good year here in Wilmington. Um, you know we've had a lot to a lot to build on over the last couple of years and you know, we, you know we feel we've built a pretty strong foundation here for the next couple of years in Wilmington and all beyond into the future um, you know we, we love this community we love who we are we love the sharks we love the league um, you know life's good so uh, we're just glad to be a part of this
0: well, also, awesome, man. Well, I, I appreciate you being on and sharing this uh, story, of the Wilmington Sharks, with me and with the CPL and all the listeners out there. And maybe one of these days, I'll, I'll, I'll make it out there to a game. I'm here in Holly Springs. Uh, I've seen a couple of those. Thought about going to see a Peninsula Pilots game. Uh, maybe meet my dad there in Hampton. But time is running out. This this season flew by. Uh, you know, the all-star game. And then it's like, okay, you know, here's the Cup playoffs. Here you go. So, you know, it's it's great what the league is doing. So, again, Carson, I appreciate the time that you've taken uh, to chat with us. And uh, hopefully maybe we'll see you sometime soon or or sometime next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah, you got to come down and check us out. Um, you know, and honestly, that, ball, that ballpark there in Peninsula is one of my favorites in the league. You know, it's got that, you know, charming ballpark feel to it. And if you haven't been up there, I'd, I'd highly suggest that one.
0: All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Now, I'd be lying if tissues weren't used during the recording of this interview. Regardless of the score in the books or who wins or loses, sports have a way of leaving an impression that far exceeds the outcome of the game. Carson was a super down-to-earth guy, and I hope you were encouraged by his words of wisdom and what the Sharks are doing in the Wilmington community. Make sure every Monday you listen to Around the CPL, hosted by Aaron Summers, released on all of our social media and CoastalPlain.com. Do you want the latest news and updates on the Coastal Plain League, its teams, and players? If so, please visit the league website at CoastalPlain.com. Also, be sure to friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash CoastalPlainLeague and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at CPLBaseball. Talk to you next week. I'm out.